0: Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host, Clay, and tonight we are going to be having a where I'm gonna be grading the the NFL draft for NFC North and AFC North teams. So basically just the northern teams. I'm gonna run through their 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 picks, you know, their early round picks, their their notable picks, and then I'm going to give a grade for the Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. So without further ado, let's get right to it. I hope you all had a nice draft. Uh, I hope your team made some nice selections and uh, let's let's get started here. So for the Packers, they had a bit of a controversial draft because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been happy recently with the team, with the management of the Packers organization. And with the 29th pick, they took Eric Stokes, a cornerback out of Georgia. So right off the bat, they're not really getting a weapon for Aaron Rodgers, like I'd imagine Aaron probably wanted with the 62nd pick they took offensive line josh myers out of ohio state university so that's a good pick there and then they took amari rogers 85th overall wide receiver out of clemson so i really like all of these picks eric stokes might have been a little bit of a reach but if if you if the packers gm thinks it's a good scheme fit i like the pick the only issue here is that i think you've got to do everything you can to appease aaron rogers and make him stay with the team because if not you're not going to be that Super Bowl caliber team that you were. Think that this might have been a mistake to take Stokes if Aaron still wants to leave the team. With that being said, cornerback was not a bad decision. Their secondary was a lot of the reason why they lost in the NFC Championship. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with the Rodgers situation. If Rodgers does end up getting traded, I don't know if he will. But if he does, I think that that first round pick might come back to bite them it probably would have made him a lot happier if they took a wide receiver there. Maybe Elijah Moore. Maybe if they had traded up for Kadarius Toney or, or Rashad Bateman. I think Rodgers probably would have been better with that. But these are three nice picks. So I'm going to give them a B, a B flat, just because, you know, it can go either way. It'll go to a C, C if if things go downhill and Rodgers leaves. It would go to an A if if they play this season and the team's a lot better. Next up, the Bears. So the Bears took traded up from the twentieth pick to the eleventh with the Giants, and they took Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. I love this pick. He Justin Fields fell a lot. This is really great value. Some would consider it a steal. This is this is such a good move by the Bears front office because it it brings some some. Firepower to their team, some some explosiveness that they didn't have. They didn't have a long-term solution at QB. They had Andy Dalton. They said that he who, that he was their starter. He really wasn't. And I think that this is a great move. It gives Pace Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy some some job security since they have kind of a plan moving forward. And then they doubled down with another great value pick, 39th overall. They took Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, who's a really great prospect. He's He's all around an offensive lineman. He can play tackle, guard. Really great pick there. You know, that's two major needs addressed, quarterback and offensive line. The receivers did kind of struggle last year, but that's partially bad to bad partially due to bad QB play. They do have Darnell Mooney, they do have Allen Robinson, they do have Anthony Miller. So these, these are these are some nice picks. I really like this. This is an A. The only reason it's not an A-plus is because they didn't really have a lot of depth. They didn't pick again until the fifth round, but there's really nothing I can complain about here. The, the Bears killed this draft, and Bears fans are happy. Bears fans usually aren't that happy, so that's a good sign. Next up, the Vikings. The Vikings killed this too. I love that they traded down from 14 to 23 and still got Christian Darasaw, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. I was thrilled with that pick. When they traded down, I wasn't so sure. I was like, man, who's really going to be around at 23 that's going to make that, that worth it for the, for the Vikings? You know, Darasaw will be off the board probably. Vera Tucker, Vera Tucker already was off the board. Uh, you know, uh, Rashawn Slater's off the board. So, and, and I really wanted them to either take offensive line or edge rusher. And I thought, you know, Quiddy Pay and Jalen Phillips would probably be off the board by 23. Somehow Darasaw fell in their lap. That is a great, great pick. The thing is, they didn't have a second round pick. And they took a quarterback with the 66th overall pick, Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. I don't love that pick just because I don't really think it's a long-term solution. I, if you draft a quarterback, I don't think that you should draft one this early unless you think he's, he's going to be your future quarterback and a starter. I think this sends the wrong message to Kirk Cousins. I think you should roll with Kirk. He's your best option. So I'm not, I really don't like that pick. And you could have gotten a nice edge rusher at 66. There were some nice players. Up there, uh, they did get to make some nice third round picks with Chaz Surratt, linebacker out of UNC in the third, and Wyatt Davis, guard out of uh, out of Ohio State in the, also in the third round. So two big needs addressed there. Uh, well, linebacker wasn't really a need, but guard was a huge need, and so I'm glad that they addressed that. They got tackle, guard. I wish that they had gotten a, an edge rusher a little higher up here, maybe instead of that Kellen Mond pick. But I'll give them an A just because you know, there's not too much you can complain about. And I could end up looking stupid, and this Kellen Mon pick could be really good years down the line. So I just don't want to critique him too much. Next up, the Lions. The Lions also killed this draft. Basically, this whole division did very well. Uh, Penesu, offensive tackle out of Oregon, fell to their lap at seven. He could have gone as early as five. He fell. Great steal. Generational offensive line talent. This is the, the Lions are perfectly doing this rebuild. They drafted a defensive tackle, Levi. On Anwazerki and defensive tackle Aleem McNeil, both in the third round. I really, really like this. They're building up their team from the trenches. I think that this is the way you want to do a rebuild in Detroit where you have so many holes. You, you should just focus on the offensive and defensive line. And they did, they did just that. And then they also made two more steals down the road. Uh, they got cornerback Ifedu Melifonwu in the third round, and they got... Wide receiver, Amon Ra, St. Brown in the fourth round. Two really good value picks. I do worry, you know, they do have a still very weak wide receiver core, but Amon Ra was a step in the right direction. Amon Ra, St. Brown. So I like that pick. And overall, just a lot of good players at every single pick. Like, it's just whenever they had a pick, they made a good decision and took a really strong player. So this this is an A-plus draft for me. You know, no one's draft is going to be perfect. Some of these players might not hit. But it's just we're grading it just a few days after the draft, and the way I see it is these are all spectacular picks, and I couldn't have done better. Basically, no one could have done better with uh, unless they could predict the future. Let's move on to the AFC North now. First up, we've got the Steelers. The Steelers drafted Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama, twenty fourth overall. I really like that pick. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think that the issue was the offensive line. I think that the issue might have been the offensive line, but when you can draft a playmaking running back like that, you plug him in and he instantly makes that running game better. No strings attached, you know, maybe you don't you don't have to develop the offensive line, you don't have to make sure that the offensive line as a whole works out with the new new rookies on the line. You just plug the running back in and you, and he has a good season. Um the issue is with the with the 55th overall pick, they didn't draft offensive line, which I kind of felt like they had to. And they didn't. They took Penn State tight end Pat Friermuth. I don't hate the pick. I just feel like they didn't really need it. They still have Eric Ebron. Sure, the tight end can block, but do you really need more receivers? I mean, you've got Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and and more. This, I just don't think this was a good pick. Sorry, it was a good pick. You know, he's a great player, but I think that if they had gone offensive line, they could have still gotten maybe Hunter Long, tight end out of Boston College in the third round, who's an even better blocker, debatably. And I think blocker... Is what you got to go with for for a team that was struggling to to run the football last year. They did get a uh, Kendrick Green guard out of Illinois, eighty seventh overall. That was a good pickup, strengthen the offensive line. But you know, I really think you got to take one of those first or second rounders and spend it on an offensive tackle. So I, I gave him a C. Not a bad draft, not a good draft. I do think that they will get better just because of how how bad their their run game. Held him back last year, but I think that there were some missed opportunities here. Next up, the Ravens. The Ravens got uh, drafted wide receiver Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. 27th overall. This was a pretty good steal. You know, he was projected to go around maybe 20, 25. They got him a little late, and, that was, you know, that's a nice pickup. You know, Lamar needs weapons. Unfortunately, a lot of wide receivers in free agency don't want to sign with the Ravens because they don't throw the ball that much, and so you got to go out and draft the guy. And so because so they have to play for you. And, you know, that's what they did. You know, that, that's kind of like a maybe not such a nice friendly way to put it. But that's what they did. You know, if, if you can't sign receivers, you got to draft them. And I think they made a good decision here. They also got Jason Owe with the 31st overall pick. That was the Chiefs pick that they got for trading Orlando Brown there. Um, he's good. High upside. A lot of potential. Very raw. He's not going to fill that gap, fill that hole like Matt for Matt Judon. Right off the bat, it, it's it's going to take some time to develop him, but you know I like that pick end of the first round. You you, you got to take best player available, and he's definitely a strong player. uh He that's a good pick there. And then finally, I really like this pick in the third round, ninety fourth overall. They got a uh, guard Ben Cleveland out of Georgia. I really really like that pick. You know, late late you're getting into the around pick hundred. A lot of the good players are flying off the board. You're starting to get into the. Into the you know the less big names and you know when you can get a good guard like that who has the potential to be a starter and strengthen that offensive line for Lamar Jackson and the running game I think you got to do that ten times out of ten so I really like that pick there uh, I'll give him an A I don't necessarily love the 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 O way pick although it is good they did need edge rusher I think they might have had more options there but it, that's just my opinion I think that they might have benefited a little bit more from an NFL ready uh, defensive end and, and maybe trade it up. I would have maybe considered that, although they didn't have many picks. So I'm just I'm just brainstorming. I did give them an A. This was a great draft. Very, very good job by the Ravens front office. Moving into the Browns. Man, the Browns killed it. Greg Newsome, they took with the 26th overall pick in the first round. He's a cornerback out of Northwestern. Really spectacular cornerback. You know, most people had him as cornerback three or four in a sh- very strong quarter- cornerback class. The Browns had a lot of games that were bad for the secondary, you know, especially against the Bengals. Joe Burrow really tore him apart. So I think, you know, when you add a cornerback like this, plug and play cornerback, he's going to be really good. He's going to be playing on the field with Denzel Ward and uh, John Johnson strengthening the secondary the browns did really good did really well this draft to to make the defense better they also traded up to the 52nd pick to draft jeremiah ubusu koromoa who fell out of the first round a lot of people thought he was going to be probably around pick 17 19 around there either to washington or the raiders or maybe even the browns in the first round if he fell well he did fall and the browns still got him in the second round so that was a lot that was very very good to see for the browns you know it feels like they just made their defense like Tangibly better. It feels good when you're a fan of a team and you see your team address needs very directly. They got a cornerback. They got a linebacker. Both of them will be starters. The Browns defense just got a lot better. And then 91st overall, they added wide receiver Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn. That's a good depth at at wide receiver. They do still have Jarvis Landry. And Odell Beckham and Rashard Higgins and Donovan Peoples Jones, but it doesn't hurt to add more depth, especially with uh, Odell coming off an injury. I think that this is that was a good pick there, just kind of getting some more depth and playmaking potential out of the wide receivers there. So I gave him an A plus. This is a really really strong draft by the Browns. Their main weakness was their their defense, and they made it a lot better. I'm excited to watch this Browns defense next year. I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the NFL. Next up, the Bengals. Finally, uh, this was a controversial one. They drafted Jamar Chase, fifth overall wide receiver out of LSU, and passed on Panay Sewell when they really needed offensive line. Jamar Chase is spectacular. He's really good. Reunited with Joe Burrow from college. That connection is going to be very special for years to come. And the Bengals wide receiver core is fantastic. They've got Jamar Chase t higgins and tyler boyd so all very strong receivers all number one receivers that's that's a it's a great the great tar, set of receivers for, for joe burrow to throw to so now the issue is offensive line and they addressed that in the second round pick 46 where they drafted offensive tackle jackson carmen out of clemson it, it it did kind of feel like you know if maybe if they had gotten uh taken Panay they still could have got a receiver elsewhere but this is the way they chose to do it, and I don't necessarily agree, disagree with it. I like Jamar Chase a lot. I like Jackson Carmen. They did get better. And then in pick 69, they got Joseph Osai, defensive end, out of Texas. So that was a really, really strong pick. You know, he could have been like an early second rounder. This was a, this is a really big steal. Defensive end, important position. That's going to be a starter on the Bengals' defense. Their team got a lot better there. So... But what I'm saying is, while they did draft a lot of good talent, I'm not sure if they really went about it in the right order. Granted, you can't complain when you get Jamar Chase, so so I'll give him a B, B-flat. Um, some people really are set on the fact that they should have taken Sewell. I'm not going to go ahead and outright say that because it's very valuable to link up Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase. That's going to have spectacular playmaking ability, that combination, so... So you can't complain but you do wonder if maybe there were some better things to some better options. So just to just to go rerun through the through the grades. Packers B, Bears A, Vikings A, Lions A, Steelers C, Ravens A, Browns A+, Bengals B. All right everyone, well that does it for tonight's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. I'm going to be doing more of these where I just kind of go through um two two divisions so i'll probably do uh east next i'll do the nfc east and the nfc or in the afc east and i'll grade their drafts uh i might not necessarily do those in the in the in the next three weeks i might you know put something else in there maybe an interview but uh just stay tuned and you guys can follow me on instagram at pigskin underscore spins for my football account and for the podcast account you can follow me at real nothing show And with that, I want to thank you all so much for listening. I will see you all next week. This is Clay from The Nothing Show signing out. Bye.